Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Oh, sexy babies. <laughs> That's the sound of her voice. On the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. What's your favorite kind of bar? What's your favorite kind of bar? You know, if you're going to the uh, church basement, you're bringing stuff to the potluck. What kind of bars do you like? 651-641-1071. Bradley, why are we asking people about their bars? Thank you for asking why I'm asking. I'm asking because I saw this article over at the takeout, which is just like food porn. Let's be clear. I just like to troll over there and look at things I want to eat. And they had this whole article on Scotcheroos, and it got me daydreaming for Scotch Roos. So, um, and then it got me having this whole thought in my head about how I, I really don't think I ever had a Scotch And I know they go by different names sometimes, but I really think it's like a, if, if it's not a Minnesotan thing per se, it's certainly an upper Midwest thing or at least a thing that is not ubiquitous across the Midwest, mm-hmm. because I did, until I moved to Texas, I lived in outside Chicago for many years. I have family in Wisconsin, and I don't, for the life of me, ever remember having anything like a Scotcheroo, which sometimes go by the name of like a special K-bar. Can I just say, I think these were invented like later. Well, I can tell you that this particular bar... Uh, showed up, according to this article, um, on a Rice Krispies box in the mid-60s. And it says, no according to this woman, hmm. that they're popular, very popular in the Midwest. Right. But again, that's just very vague and broad. And I'm just here to say, I don't think I ever had a Scotch-a-rule no. until I came here. And I didn't even have anything like it. Like, the only thing we ever had... In fact, I don't come from a bar. I really feel like Minnesotans shine mm-hmm. when it comes to bars. Bars and hot because dishes. all we ever had uh, was, like, the equivalent I can think of when uh, b- before I moved here was, like, um, Rice Krispie treats, mm-hmm. brownies, mm-hmm. an occasional blondie, mm-hmm. maybe a seven-layer bar. Yeah. But or like was, a chocolate chip cookie bar. Yeah, but that well, we just called that a blondie. But oh, okay. I thought I thought I didn't know what a blondie was. Yeah, go figure. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's your favorite bar, Holly? Bar. Who do we have on the line? We're starting with Sasha. Hi, Sasha. Sasha, what's your favorite bar? Uh, my favorite bar is a seven layer bar, oh. and I wanted to point out that I forgot that Archie and I have the same birthday. Oh, <laughs> oh happy birthday! Happy to birthday! You. <laughs> I hope you get eight layers today. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I'm just saying, yes. like, what? What's I've better than a, lot a seven of layer cupcakes already? There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where was that on my birthday? Where did you get free I cupcakes? I got a Nadia cake. 
Oh. We'll see. Now you know okay. for next birthday. Duly noted. Um. Okay. Seven layer bar. Now, can can you tell me what are the layers? <laughs> um. Well, it's like graham cracker, coconut, chocolate, caramel, and like milk and stuff. Okay. Yeah. There's like condensed milk, right? Sweet yeah. and condensed milk usually. I mean, I love a seven-layer bar. I guess I just never like separated the layers. Yeah. It's not around long enough for me to count. Like taco dip, you know, it's got the layers seven. Don't they have like a fiesta dip that's yeah. layers? Yeah. Do they call it layered? Uh, <laughs> I think they call it seven-layer taco dip. Yeah, seven-layer dip, seven-layer bar. Thank you for your call Why and happy layers? birthday. I don't actually know if it's seven layers. They just call it taco. Wait, I swear they, they have seven-layer yeah. dip. Is it seven layers? Well, they used to have a seven-layer burrito. Seven layer salad and then there's seven layer dip what's with the magic seven i think it must be a masonic thing oh. it's like you know yeah what they snack on at the illuminati <laughs> exactly okay so seven layer bars you know my mom calls those what? holly dollies really yeah i don't know if that's a southern thing she's lived in the south now for so many years i don't know where she got that from but when i grew up we didn't holly she didn't ever bars. make those it is a thing yeah Oh, whoops. Okay. And then I got a video. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who else do we have on the line, Holly? Victor. Hello, Victor. Victor, what's your favorite kind of bar? Hey, guys. Hey, first of all, great show. Big fan. Thank, Thank you. you, Victor. And number two, uh, I'd say a lemon bar with about nine pounds of butter in each piece. Okay. Victor, good. you and, and I are going to f- throw elbows at the church basement picnic for those lemon bars. That's my favorite. All right, man. Good. Hey, can I make a quick comment about the fondue? Yeah. Yes. The thing that ruined it for me was watching Meet the Fockers when his uh, his foreskin from his scrapbook ends up in the fondue pot. Do you remember that scene? Yeah. Now that you say it, I do. <laughs> oh God, I do. I ruined I ruined fondue for me forever. Oh well. And now you've ruined it for me, Victor. Say, thanks. Thanks for ruining it for the audience, Victor. <laughs> Thank you, Victor. <laughs> so that was all very unexpected, and I wasn't sure I, what was I happening. I was on pins and needles. Like, where are we going with this? And then we went there. But you know, hey, you know. Uh, all right. Who else do we have on the line, Holly? We have Sherry. Hi, Sherry. Sherry, what's your favorite bar? My favorite bar is called an Oreo Brownie Bomb. Mm. It only has four layers, but they're really good. Tell us Oreo about it. Oreo Brownie Bomb. What's it got in it? Yeah. The bottom is um, chocolate chip cookie, the dough, and then you put um, crushed Oreos on, and then a layer of caramel, and then a layer of brownie you make Oh my goodness! Yeah, and it's called go. a Oreo brownie bomb. Well, that's what I call it. <sighs> no, that's what they're called. I just put the recipe up there for you, Bradley, so you can make it for me tomorrow. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I'll get right on that. <laughs> Thank you Yum. for your call. Oh my gosh, Woo. that looks amazing! It does look really good. Thank you for introducing us to a brand new bar. Uh, <sighs> do we have any other callers, Holly? Uh, Courtney. Hi, Courtney. Courtney, what's your favorite bar? My favorite bar are the toffee bars. Toffee They're like bars. brown sugar and flour and butter and eggs, delicious. Mm. And then you top it with some melted chocolate chips. Oh, okay. yeah. Yep, there they are. I could do that. Those look real good. Yeah. Uh, thank yeah. you for introducing what's, us to yet another bar. What's that bar? It's like a blondie, but it has milk chocolate on the top. It's kind of like this. Maybe that's just a toffee bar, but there's no like toffee per se. But they like they haven't met like... Like Lunds and Byerly's. It's just a big square. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like like mm-hmm. chocolate chip base, but no chocolate chips. And then like a big layer of milk chocolate on top. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. Oh. Again, 
they don't stop long enough for me to identify exactly what the heck they are. Yeah. Uh, uh, Holly, let's go around the room real quick. Okay. What's your favorite bar house? I like the one with the coconut flakes on top. Yeah. And the chocolate chips. Mm-hmm. I don't that's know what it's one. called, but, but it's good. It's good. Bradley? I mean, that's so hard. Okay, you asked the question. Okay, well, because I just can't commit. So I'm just going to say that my favorite bar is... A salad bar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I'm I'm going to say um, just a blondie. I love a good, like, to me, simple... Yes. Yeah. All about it. Seven layer bars. I I will eat the hmm out of seven layer bar. <laughs> and mine's a lemon bar. Thanks for coming to bar chat. When we come yeah. back on the Colleen and Bradley show, <laughs> Brittany, she may be. Broken home. Do you want me just to go? We well, Spears, we're going to talk. Well, I know it was super clear that um, we were going to be talking about Britney Spears in this segment on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. But we know what Britney wants to talk about when she shows up in court in June. Right, Bradley. Yeah, let's get the Cobra gang together yes. so I can tell you all these delicious details. Whenever there's trouble, we'll sell the double with the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with the Cobra gang. Okay, you guys, we need to talk about what's really going on. So we allegedly now know what she's going to talk about at that hearing coming up in June. And somewhat surprisingly, she doesn't want to end her conservatorship just quite yet. But unsurprisingly, perhaps she does want to kick daddy to the curb. Mm. And that's her daddy, Jamie Spears, Mm -hmm. because she wants to resume a, quote, normal life. Which apparently includes things like going to Starbucks and driving her car on her own. Mm -hmm. These are all exclusive details, by the way, coming to us from a source talking to page six. Mm -hmm. I mean, listen, I don't even think she talks to her dad anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think that was made clear a while back when her attorney was like, yeah, they're not going to talk to each other. So then it makes me feel like, of course, she doesn't want him anywhere near her conservatorship. Yeah. Um, Number one. Number two. How can he even be in charge of her conservatorship if they aren't able to speak to each other? Right. And also, I don't know, none of this surprises me. I I also feel like with him not at the helm, I just feel like more will be revealed if if this in, in fact goes through. I did want to read a little bit more from the source, yes, you know, cuz that's like that's the you I mean, you can say it's all lies, which is totally valid, but The source is at least saying to page six, quote, uh, uh, regarding the idea that she wants to go back to a, quote, normal life. She relishes, she being Britney Spears, in simple pleasures like driving a car and going on vacation. Sure, she is able to do as she pleases within her own home to an extent. Hmm. But whenever she wants to step foot outside, it immediately has to become a bigger conversation about security guards and lawyers and other people all need to get involved. Which is interesting because 
what that says is, you know, she wants less restrictions. Although what's also interesting about it, that that to me is like, well, you know, I don't know if that's going to change that much. No, if I'm, your dad's not in charge. Right. Like she'll always need bodyguards and et cetera. Yeah. Again, I'm not saying her dad shouldn't be in charge or should should. I'm should not stay in saying charge. he should stay in charge. Rather, I'm just saying like the idea that she doesn't want her dad in charge because she wants to lead a normal life. That sounds a little bit too much for primetime. Like, like they're just telling that to an audience. But and I do it might like... just be that she despises her father, period, and doesn't trust him. But I also want to pick at that a little bit, right? Like, I want to pick at what does what does a normal life look like for Britney Spears, Right. Like, I don't think she's saying she wants to be able to go shopping at Aldi. And, you know, maybe she does. Like, I just I there's just that part of me that thinks with Britney, she just wants to like she thinks she can sort of like unwind the clock. Right. Right. Like she can just go about her life being kind of normal and maybe do her dancing. And and I just like, I don't know if she can. That's a bigger issue, though, than her dad being in charge well, of her. I think for a number of reasons, she can't, yeah. right? Not just because of, you know, it, because, again, conservatorship or not, when somebody has been controlled for the majority of their adult life, I don't know that they would easily be able to access the tools to live, to make their own decisions, Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Like to to totally take that away when she has had to. It seems like there would have to be a transition plan, I guess, is what I'm saying. She would have to learn how to do some of the things that have been done for her or decisions that have been made for. Yeah. And it seems like right now she just wants somebody else to be in charge of making all those decisions for her because Mm -hmm. she does. She because, again, the the this whole the thrust of this whole story is that she's not going to ask to end the conservatorship in June when she Mm -hmm. goes before a judge. So it's not that she wants to have full control over her life. It's that she wants to have somebody else have control over her life, which is a bizarre, but maybe, and it sounds like perhaps this is just the first step get towards gaining that independence again. Um, but you got to wonder if, if anything like independence is actually possible. And it's a little naive to think that for any celebrity that's at the level of a Britney Spears, that that would ever be possible, right. whether there's a conservatorship in place or not. Because think about all of the A-list celebrities who like probably feel very, very, and this is just like, I'm, you know, being intentionally somewhat fraught with my word choice, but like they're trapped by their celebrity, right? right? Like they can't just like, that's just part of the thing. So that's always going to be another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where bank of America can help for your financial to do's bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Part of the thing. Right. The, the one other thing I wanted to say about Brittany regarding uh, her, her, her fame, and I don't remember what it is now, so it'll come back to me. I, you know, um, I, we did talk about this a little bit yesterday, right? Like she lives in a gilded cage. Um, she lives in this gigantic, beautiful, um, mansion, but she can't leave. Like she can't move about freely like the, like the source said without calling in the heavy artillery to get her out into the world. Yeah. Um, I also wonder because she doesn't, they don't, the source at least, doesn't really define because the conservatorship she has is both a financial conservatorship and a conservatorship over her personhood. So I wonder if when she says that she doesn't want to end the conservatorship, if there's, if, if there's more specifics to that, right? Like if she sees the necessity of the financial piece, but maybe not as much of the personhood piece. I think she wants a person who's in charge of the person piece that she actually trusts and is willing to have a conversation with. And most conservators in that case would be like, I don't, I'm just a rubber stamp. And as long as you're not like going off the deep end, um, you know, like partying all night or whatever arrangements they need to set up, you know, like Mm -hmm. you just want somebody there to be sort of a, a guardrail. Um, but the other thing, oh, the, the other thing that I was going to say is, so there's this whole conversation about the conservatorship and Britney Spears specifically, but then there's this whole conversation that once she gets to that place where she's a little more in control of her career, it's like, well, do you actually want a career? Like, right. do you want to like be, because up to this point, people have controlled the narrative of Britney Spears and that is her dad and the people around her and her conservatorship and also us because if you look at like the the documentaries that are out there everybody controls the Britney narrative except for Britney. Right. Like a a celebrity who's in full control of everything would be communi- like they would have people on staff whose job it is to work to deliver their narrative to the audience for whatever they're selling. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Britney has anybody like that. Her social media person is not working for her and executing what she wants. She doesn't have like she is in no way in control of her image right now. Not even, even if a she thinks bit. she is. So that's the thing. Like once she gets to have a little more independence, then I would imagine she needs to decide what role she wants to play in actually having a career. Or maybe she just wants to go, you know, continue to sit in her lobby and twirl. And twirl. It will be interesting to see the change if there is one. Uh because I think it'll tell a story in and of itself, even without words. When we come back, crazy, stupid idiots after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk, one Oh seven, one. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk, one Oh seven, one streaming live at my talk, one Oh seven, one.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. These are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly. Over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. 
like where? Oh, thanks for asking. You're Florida! Yes! What? I want to take you to Pensacola. Oh, I'm sorry, what? Pensacola. Okay. And I want to tell you about a woman. Okay. Just one. Just and so- uh, we. her name is Tara, Tara Helsel. And Tara Helsel went to the Taco Bells at the uh, 305 South Warrington Road Monday That's afternoon. That's my favorite one. You've never been there. That's true. Now, she ordered a chalupa meal, which comes with a soft taco. Really? So you get a chalupa, soft taco, I'm assuming a drink, Look and maybe that. some... Um, cinnamon twist? Cinna sticks. Cinna, yeah, cinnamon something or others. Yeah. Uh, when she got home, she unwrapped the taco and fed a little bit to her infant daughter. Mm. Um, uh, That's generous to give the first bite to somebody else. Right? That's true love. Especially an infant. I just right? feel like... Well, you'll deal with that later in the diaper. The, <laughs> that's not why we're here today. Okay. But I will say something happened, and it'll change your life forever. Mm. Uh, after she fed a little bit of that uh, soft taco to her infant daughter. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the thing I said. No, no. Okay. Something Because no, that wouldn't change your life. That would just be expected. That's math. She fed it to her infant daughter, and the Hamburglar showed up. Whoa! Wow! No. no. Okay. I, Better I'm guess? not creative here. I don't know. She, she found fed... something oh. in her soft taco oh, that no. you don't normally <gasps> find in a... Taco. I saw this, I think. Was it a screw? No. Oh, no, no I saw that. I saw a story about somebody finding a screw this in there. This is not a screw. Okay. This is much, much worse. Was it mm-hmm. alive at one point? I mean, technically, but not in the way you're probably thinking. I don't know what that means. It was a Siggy. Oh. <gasps> So um, when she got home, she uh, gave a little bit to her infant daughter and then unwrapped the taco. I don't know how that all went. But Mm. anyway, she unwrapped the taco to find a slightly moist, not really moist or totally dry, but a slightly moist Siggy. That is a cigarette. That means that was probably freshly used. Freshly enjoyed. Uh, Well, no, it wasn't a smoked Siggy. Oh. Yeah, but it was moist. Okay. I'm assuming it was moist because it was inside of a soft Well, I mean, taco, that would do it, right? right? Um, and when you're go- laying next to one goes, of those. She goes, <laughs> I don't know if it was intentionally put there or if somebody had it on their ear and maybe it fell out while they were rolling the taco. Oh. But another thing I thought about was how did they not notice a cigarette in there? I mean, that's a fair point, right? That is gross. What did <laughs> so, she do? Like, I... Huh? What did she do? I heard voices. Sorry. Oh, in, oh those, in are, my oh, ear. those are just the just ones in your puke, head. Puking. Yes, uh, <laughs> certainly. Uh, are the voices still happening? So. <laughs> she, Hold on. Does that help? Honey. I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I don't hear any voices. So, yes, thank you. Um, she was upset, of course, by her tobacco taco surprise. And <laughs> well, she uh, shouldn't have ordered the tobacco taco. <laughs> she went. And took the taco, tobacco taco, uh, cigarette and all, with the two chalupas remaining in her brown Taco Bell bag, back to the restaurant. Mm. And they were the the workers were like, "Okay," and they threw out the taco. And she was like, 
Are you gonna right. say you're sorry? And they were like, I mean, maybe a refund. You didn't eat it. Wow. She's like, well, actually, I fed it to my daughter. Anyway, um, she obviously alerted WKRG in Cincinnati or uh, mm-hmm. wherever the local affiliate is from, mm-hmm. and they reached out to Taco Bell's corporate relations team uh, about the incident, and they released the following statement. Oh, dear. Okay. We take this very seriously. Our franchise that owns and operates this location is looking into the matter. Now, none of that is... I mean, it's gross and weird, but it's not really crazy, stupid, no. idiot status worthy most days. Right. Crazy, crazy, stupid, idiot status part comes when we find that um, she did get a response. And I think this must have been from the local uh, Taco Bell. Because they reached out to her and said they would like her to have... Uh, a better dining experience. They'd be we, happy. We all would like her to, to have a better dining experience. They would encourage her to have a better dining experience with them if she would take the negative review down from social media. No. Yes. No. Jeez. So uh, that to me is a crazy stupidity. It moves. Yeah. I don't think you're doing yourself any favors by bribing. Also, when you find a Siggy in your taco, are you rushing back for a better dining experience? Not really. No. No, not going to no. do it. Because not gonna it says to me, like, there's probably some other things happening that I'm not aware of. I would want to, like, be pretty darn sure that they, A, figured out where that Siggy came from, and B, eradicated that problem. Also, also how does a whole cigarette accidentally fall into a taco i i loved the image that she shared of uh maybe it was tucked behind somebody's ear while they were rolling up her taco. no thank you oh also why what Mm-mm. is that a thing mm. apparently like rolled up you have, it's called a pocket mm-hmm. yeah nasty. we don't do that okay for our next story we're yeah. gonna go to north dakota but we are going to discuss a local yokel. Okay. So there's a Minnesotan in this story oh, somewhere. Oh, is there ever. Okay. There is a gal by the name of Blair Witten. She's oh, from Barnesville, Minnesota. Okay. Barnesville. And um, she had... Well, the sad part of the story... Well, there's a couple sad parts of the no. story. But her ex-boyfriend had passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. And his funeral was over... The weekend, last weekend, last Saturday to be exact. Okay. She had not been invited to the funeral. They did not want her at the funeral, but Mm -hmm. guess what? What? She showed up anyway. And here's what makes her a crazy, stupid idiot. She showed up to the funeral, the graveside funeral, and decided to get her last bit of revenge on her ex-boyfriend, who she clearly did not have a good breakup with. Just a heads up, if somebody has passed on, mm-hmm. the I think revenge period has ended. It's over. Yeah, yeah. You just got to let that go. Yeah. You got to take that to your therapist. You've got to deal with that in other healthy ways. This is not the way to deal with that. Yeah. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. She showed up in her SUV and sped around the cemetery trying to interrupt the funeral. She was uh, driving She was doing fast, donuts? Doing the- donuts revving her engine being loud and obnoxious she almost hit some of the people my gosh who were trying to get her to leave yeah the police came and she was arrested for reckless endangerment i mean (laughs) 
it's just so bizarre. It seems like a scene out of a movie. Like, right? what could possibly make you so? I mean, maybe it's it's just the grief process. We all deal with grief or, in different ways. Yeah, or maybe she just doesn't make good choices. Like, ever. what what happens that even after the person is gone, you're still holding a grudge? Right. I don't know. I don't know. What, so there's no word on what caused no. this resentment. No, I don't. I not not anything that would. I don't have any idea, but I don't know that anything would justify any of that. <laughs> no, it's not about. Justification. I would like for you to look at her. Um, oh God. At her mug shot and okay. tell me if this looks like somebody who makes oh. a lot of good choices. Okay. That's no. Okay. But I will say she's bringing back that. Uh, what do we call that? Waffle weave. Yeah. Uh, situation string. Uh, we'll call it a waffle weave. Yeah. Crochet look, maybe. And she seems and also to be neck crying. tattoos, apparently. She's crying. Well, I think that she's permanently crying. Oh, that's a tear tattoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two of them, to be exact. Yeah. And but she has this look on her face where she's like, yep. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. Yeah. And I do it again. Mm-hmm. Because that's, uh, you know, where I'm at. She is a winner. Bradley? That was where? That was in North Dakota. Well, let's go to Pennsylvania. Wonderful. Okay. And I want to tell you about an 18-year-old lady by the name of Jamie Detweiler. She's a roaring spring lady. A roaring spring lady. That's the name of the town where she's from. Okay, I'm thinking, like, does she roar in the spring? (laughs) No, she's actually from a place called Roaring Spring. Okay. Now, um, she got into a physical altercation at around 2.30 in the a.m. on May 4th. May the 4th be with you. We know that uh, nothing good happens after about mm, 11 o'clock at night. True. So 2.30 in the a.m., that's probably, this is not going to be good. So... She caused some bodily harm to the victim, uh, reportedly did some things, and it's what she did to the victim that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. And by the way, you're going to ask me why and how, and I don't know. It doesn't matter. Okay. But it's what she did to the other person that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. Did it involve potty? No, you always okay. go there, though. It just seems easy. It's like, you know, we she just know not, that that stuff happens. She did not throw you mm-hmm. at the person, but she did throw a bunch of stuff. Okay. And it's the stuff she threw that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. So then it wasn't money. No, not money. Okay. Baseballs? Balls. Oh. Definitely she threw some balls. Okay. Um, does the t- type matter? Yeah, I mean, not okay. baseballs. Did they so dodgeball? Not dodgeballs. Were they attached to something hard, previously? Hard Like a balls. bowling ball? Uh, smaller hard balls. Like a baseball? Nope. Golf. Hard. Like a bowling ball, but smaller. Like a bocce ball? A pool ball. Yeah, what do ah! we call those? Pool billiard balls. balls. Billiard balls. So billiard balls, cue sticks, Ooh. cookie sheets, and wait for it. A DVD player. Who still has DVD players? What? I mean, I do, but um, who has one handy? I mean, that is, a, that is a weird bunch of stuff. <laughs> like, billiard she's... balls, cue sticks. That I understand. But yep. then, like, she, she's in the game room, but then suddenly she's in the kitchen she's and she's got a throwing cookie, sheet. cookie sheets. And then there's pew, a DVD pew. player? And then 
for good measure, a DVD player. Um, throw, she threw the billiard balls at the victim's head, uh, hitting the victim across the back with a cue stick. Wow. Reportedly struck the victim in the head with a cookie sheet and a DVD player before threatening him with a... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A loaded rifle and a knife. Okay, there it goes. Nope, that's a lot of... That's, <laughs> wow. There's too much happening. Luckily, she did not complete that experience mm-hmm. and was taken into jail for terroristic threats, recklessly endangering another person, simple assault, criminal mischief, and harassment, or as we should probably call it harassment. All right. Well, steer clear of uh, 18-year-old Jamie Detweiler. Roaring Springs woman. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback. We'll do that after this on My Talk 107.1. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. The Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is here. Get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes. That's a better breakfast for just three bucks in three easy steps. One, wake up. (sighs) Two, get out of bed. And three, head to Wendy's for your $3 breakfast deal. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Select or request $3 breakfast deal in order to obtain discount. Not valid for all card or combos orders. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii.